Hello, everybody. Hello. Happy day. Happy week. How are you? Welcome to episode uh, 14. I think it's 14 with uh, of the Vibecast with Brent Pella. This week, my boy Jim is on the show, aka Gesture, J-S-T-J-R, incredible DJ, super cool music producer, and just genuinely good person. Just a great human to have on planet Earth. I think he's raising the positive energy of the world every day he's on planet Earth. So we should all be grateful for having Jim in our lives. We had a great conversation. Um, You know, we don't get to see each other that often. It's mainly, I think it's only been at music festivals, but you know, we do the whole likes online thing back and forth to let each other know that we're still friends. And uh, it's just great to sit down and connect with people that, that you don't often get a chance to connect with. And that's what this was. I had a great time. Um, We talked about his rise in music and thoughts on music and culture in in today's age and got into a lot of uh, spirituality conversation too, which is awesome to talk about and just kind of decompress from the lives that we both live as uh, digital creators. And I think uh, a lot of the stuff that we touch on, I think is relevant to people in any... um, industry in, in any field, whether it's creative or not creative, everybody's creative anyways. But, um, you know, there's, there's a lot that we talked about that I think I'm going to continue to think about and, and, um, and bring with me into back into my life as I exit this podcast today. You know, uh, this episode is brought to you by a couple cool things. Number one is the vibe, vibrose.com. We are live. This is my rose from the ground up. I built this with a bunch of awesome people on the team. And we are launched, currently shipping to California, Texas, Florida, and Arizona, soon to be New York, and then the rest of the world, and then the rest of the universe. VibeRose.com, V-Y-B-R-O-S-E.com. And for podcast listeners only, you can use the discount code VIBRATE, that's VIBRATE with a Y in capital letters, for 30% off your order. And we will deliver you delicious California style rose wine. Uh, you know, the whole purpose behind building this brand was to give people another opportunity to facilitate happiness and, and joyful connection and smiles and eye contact, which I don't think a lot of people do enough of these days. Uh, so go get some, get some rose vibrate is the code, the promo code vibrate. Um, and vibrose.com is the vibe. Uh, also brought to you by Cacao Bliss. Love Cacao Bliss. Scoop of this in your morning coffee or smoothie um, is real. You know, the only things I, I try to uh, share with you guys are things that I actively use in my life. I'm done doing ads for brands that I don't care about or, or just needed the money. I did that. I've done that before. All right. And I'm not going to do that anymore. From now on, I'm only doing ads for things that I actively use and have integrated in my life for a long time. Cacao Bliss is literally one of those things. I've been rocking with them since like 2018. Um, made a superfood, super delicious, chocolatey, rich, uh, ceremonial grade cacao, which is a fancy way of saying this cacao is organic and all natural and super, super good for you. Full of antioxidants. Uh, shop.earthechofoods.com slash Brent. We'll get you there. Last one is Newtopia. These are the nootropics that I recently started trying this year. Really dig them. Took one of these before today's podcast and had a great time. Um, 
this is a customizable program of new nootropics, uh, different supplements that can help boost your brain in different ways. You can go to newtopia.com slash Brent. That's N-O-O-T-O-P-I-A.com slash Brent. Fill out a quick survey and um, that'll ask you questions about what you're trying to do with your brain. You try to be a little more relaxed, a little more creative. You try to see through walls. You try to have less uh, brain fog, procrastination. Um, they can build a program that can help optimize your brain. Newtopia.com slash Brent. All right, let's get into it, dude. This is uh, super fun. Oh, I got uh, new merch, as you can see. Good vibes, mandatory, as if I'm not trying to sell you enough fucking shit already. You know what I mean? Um, got a bunch of new designs, though. BrentPella.com. Cruise over there, check it out. You get 20% off the merch. A lot of cool stuff um, dropping uh, over there. Shirts, t-shirts, sweaters, hoodies, stickers, all kinds of cool stuff. All kinds of cool designs. You will dig them for sure. I'm on the road still. Brentpella.com slash shows. I got shows coming up. Uh, This week, I think I am... Ooh, where am I? Have I already done DC by now? I think I did. I did DC uh, July 7th through 9th. And then um, Atlanta, uh, Charlotte, Raleigh, and a bunch of other places coming up. San Diego at the end of the month. Uh, Denver at the Denver Improv on Thursday, August 4th. And I'm always adding tour dates. So brentpella.com slash shows. Oh, Sedona, Arizona, September 23rd. That's going to be a rager. If you're in Phoenix, Tempe, anywhere really within a couple hours of Sedona, get your ass to Sedona. It's the VortiFest, V-O-R-T-I Fest. Search for VortiFest um, Sedona, and you will find tickets to my show at the Performing Arts Center on Friday, September 23rd. Um, I'm going to keep posting about it on my Instagram stories too, so go check that out. And please enjoy this episode with my good buddy, Gesture. Good, What's well, good, bro? Do your, fa- do your fans know your name is Jim? Do you think a lot of them know? Um, yeah, some some of them. Yeah. But also James, like that's my real my real name, my government name. Oh, that name. makes sense. Okay. So <laughs> some people like I don't not none of my friends will use James, so people yeah. will be like, "Hey James," and then I'll be like, "Ah, no, you don't really know me." Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. How'd you come up with gesture? It's my initials actually. So that's why people oh. know my name is James cuz when I describe my what my name is it's James Stanley Tomaszewski Jr. JST. Oh my god, you have like eight names. Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. Exactly. Fuck yeah. So so yeah, I just had that like username on like the internet from yeah. like a couple of sites when I was deciding to be a DJ. Cool. And I was like this is cool. It's like my name and like I always say like I wish I could go back and just be like DJ Lawnmower or whatever, you know, like something <laughs> like something, something so dumb. different and dumb that like <laughs> DJ you can cardboard. It. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. The DJ Snake is a really good example and I think like I've heard that he doesn't yeah. like his name, you know? Really? But it's like dude, that's like it's so easy to remember. It's so I, simple. I and for easy. sure have lost like market share just cuz of my name, you yeah, know? And, like sure. you know, it's just like people being like if they see it, like they're not gonna remember how to type it in or whatever, right? You know, right, like, right. Yeah, so and if they always, tell each other word of mouth, they're yeah, be like, oh, jester, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure, always jester, like a court jester, right? Always sure. jester, he's, he's like, a clown on stage. Why would I put the second J if it's gonna be jester? Right, like, right. Why, like, <laughs> where, where does that go? Where does that go? Oh man, that's funny. Dude. Yeah, that's like my. Yeah. That's so gesture. Whole. So your full. Can you say your full name again for the record? James Stanley Tomaszewski Jr. Wow. Yeah. So what? Uh, where? Why? Why? Why so many names? Dope. <laughs> well, my, my, my middle names name. Dope. Just my middle name. Your it's middle James, name is, is your middle name James hyphen? Stanley. No, James Stanley, and then Tomaszewski is my last name. And Junior. Tomaszewski. I'm a junior. Got it. Oh, you're a junior. Okay, yeah, yeah, that yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
That makes sense. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. How long um, have you been playing? Have you did you start producing music in high school? Yeah, like early yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I I always had like Fruity Loops on my computer. Even like I don't know, like Fruity thirteen. Loops. Yeah, you know, FL Studio. Now they yeah, call dude. it. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, and I was DJing like on just, I would just like pirate, you know, programs and mess around with them. Um, and then in call, I was in bands like punk bands or pop punk bands, cool. and, like shit like that. And I always played the drums. I was always doing music like from a young age. Dude, how dope was pop punk oh, yeah, that we had growing up? That's my, We're that's probably my the same age. I'm 90. Yeah, yeah. Same. Oh. Uh, dude, the pop punk bands that we had was like, th- that like raised yeah. me. Yeah, in a yeah, way. absolutely. You know what I mean? And I was really into like Linkin Park. So I always, yes! I always like teetered yeah. into this like, and I didn't understand it, but I always teetered into like electronic music influence mm. on the rock music, you know? Yeah. And then kind of like, even in junior high, like New Tiesto. Yeah. I didn't really get that there was like a whole thing. I just like, I like Tiesto or I like techno, you would just call it back then, you know? And I would go like on Kaza or like LimeWire and type in like techno, you know? So I had like James Bond techno, like (laughs) shitty, you know? Like it'd be like dumb remixes. Yeah, yeah. So I was like always into that shit and I didn't know really what it was. Um, did pop punk and like screamo and shit in high school. Wow. Did you sing? Yeah, I I would usually sing even though I was a drummer. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I wasn't like good at all i sure. mean i was okay you know it's pop punk so yeah. you don't have to be good what were what were some of the best pop punk bands back then they were like i mean i was like a blink stand blink like okay. some 41 some 41 like, for sure that um, was the first concert i ever went to some 41? 41 yeah Sick. at the six flags amphitheater oh wow in san jose california wow. at like 2 p.m in the afternoon they were playing Fire. so they must have been on their way up yeah yeah um that's awesome them papa roach was huge oh yeah i like papa roach i remember cake but i don't know if cake would count not pop punk not probably. pop punk yeah. yeah i don't know like alt alt rock. rock something like that um what else? i was into alien and farm too. alien and even though farm. like one album yeah, pretty yeah, much yeah yeah that like lincoln park played a huge role like fifth grade my buddy like suggest like best friend suggested alien and farm and link lincoln park to me yeah and, like those two cds oh hybrid dude, lincoln theory, park, hybrid and, theory. Yeah. that's the one yep Bro, i listen to like that so, front to back yeah. a million over times over. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah oh what a time so good they don't, there is there pop punk today or was that a yeah phase? dude i think it's coming back it's you like so? the tiktok generation is like loving that shit really man. yeah dude i see it all over tiktok okay like reenacting and and then like you know machine gun kelly oh for reenacting lack of better example. yeah like okay. well yeah like there's also like you know just pop music is now it's cool i feel mm-hmm. like rap music got influenced by pop punk and punk and yeah. then that re-influenced pop punk to yeah. be like it's p- white dudes with like rap beats yeah yeah doing yeah. fucking yeah i don't know it's, it's like it's, kind of rap singing sometimes yeah yeah like, oh, like, no 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 yeah no, 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 which no. is like what blink was actually kind of doing too 100%. you know so it's like it's oh they really absolutely cool. started that i, I yeah. was actually talking about this the other day because i heard a pop punk song that was like a beat and i was like to my wife i was like dude it's like literally like rap took pop punk made it cool and then pop mm-hmm. punk took that so now pop punk is rap yeah it's yeah. cool dude it's, it's, it's nice. like constantly it's cool. yeah. constantly evolving. I love, that's why yeah. i love music because it's like i've always been the person to like want to take two genres and see how they sound together especially yeah. like weird genres and like mainstream genres yeah. so that kind of musical like uh uh what's the word like uh, uh like influence yeah no like uh evolution yeah yeah yeah. that kind of like evolution through music is always like so yeah cool for me did yeah. you what at what point did you start to lean toward electronic um 
actually took acid at like the first music festival I went to. I was like into like mm-hmm. dubstep when like Rusco was big. Yeah. And I went yeah. to go see in New England. I'm from New Hampshire. So I went to, oh, cool. there was like a touring music festival called Identity Fest. So mm-hmm. that was like the only thing we would get up in that area. And yeah, I took some acid and I like watched all the DJs and I was like, bro, I want to do this. Ah, like, that's I was, so yeah, cool. And I was, you were already musically inclined. Right. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was actually making like hip hop beats and like rapping at the time a bit. Like no shit. old school, like, yeah. you know, MF Doom kind of stuff. Yep. yep. Um, so yeah, it kind of just switched my gears and like I got like, I, I already kind of knew how to DJ, but like I got like a DJ controller and like started really honing in on that cool because yeah. of the acid medicine i mean pretty much told, yeah that's rad yeah Wait, was identity fest uh more of a mainstream festival or like a hippie kind of it was, it was it was like at the peak of edm so it was like oh okay but like steve aoki was like wow early you know mm-hmm. like cascade headlined uh, um, sure, i can't remember sure, who sure. else headlined but cascade was like the end yeah where i was like dude it was just like who's the big trance the big trance dj um oh, there's a lot there's a lot uh but there's one in particular i'm trying to think he's a little older there's like Seems above like and beyond is like Damn, forget uh, his yeah, name. I don't know. he goes by like his name i'll think oh, of it halfway uh, through this um yeah that's rad dude how old were you when that happened uh i was 20, 20? about to turn 21 yeah cool. so it's kind of like perfect timing too because like my first gig as a dj was in like j- january after my birthday in december so that was like august oh i nice. started djing and then like yeah. just hitting up every club with like my mixes in the area um and then just yeah. local clubs yeah like so i'm from new hampshire yeah um, but I'm from like 40 minutes outside of Boston. I was like a suburb of Boston. So mm-hmm. I would hit up the Boston clubs and none of them would like get back. But then there was, it was like peak EDM. So it was like, right. there was a club in my town in Nashua, in New Hampshire called Nashua. It's like Nashua, New Hampshire? Yeah. There, didn't there used to be a school out there, a college? The first college show I ever did was in Nashville, there's, New there's Hampshire. There's some colleges. It there's was like an Danny aviation Webster. school Yeah, Danny Webster. Uh, yeah. I, I grew up around there. Yeah. Yes, dude. That's yeah. crazy. That's yeah. the first time I ever got paid to do comedy. Oh, no way. First, yeah, it was like that's my first crazy. real check. It was like a thousand bucks to do a college show. That's cool. Uh, and I, I remember I was in my rental car. I had to drive there from the airport. It was middle fucking winter. Like oh, everything damn. around me is either dead or covered in snow. Yeah. And I show up and the, uh, there's like 18 people in the audience. There's barely anybody. <laughs> yeah. And I do the show and it was fine. And they hand me the check and I walk back to my car, I open the envelope and I saw like a thousand dollars printed on it. Dude. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's I the best. teared up. I was like, I didn't dude, know. I was like, oh, yeah. this is real. It's crazy. Yeah. That's my rent on a yeah. piece of paper. That's awesome. wild. Yeah. I, I Anyways, Nashua has a special place. Yeah, in my that's heart, awesome. So that's really me too. cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I played my first gig there and like kind of in that time you had to just like promote the parties and they'd be like you can open you know you're yeah, just kind of yeah, like a yeah. henchman for these parties right um it's almost like a bringer show like they want you to oh, yeah. really promote oh yeah and bring. it was like almost like sell uh, some of them are like sell tickets in a way yeah, you know like yeah, still yeah. that kind of mentality wow um the similarities but, between that and like coming up in comedy are oh yeah huge it's the same i think yeah, yeah. it's because it's like, there's people that are like yeah i'll put you on my eight o'clock prime time show can you bring 20 people yeah and then you have to go out and like actually hustle for people and you're only doing five minutes and but yeah, uh, your yeah. set I'm sure was longer, right? It was like yeah. 30. It's like an, an hour, hour, yeah, hour? 45 cool. hour. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, started making some like remixes and I, I really got into this, like I'm a percussionist. I went to school for percussion. So I got into these kind of like African inspired, uh, genres that were coming out of like Portugal oh, wow. and like it's called Zouk bass at the time it was like this mm-hmm. kind of new thing is like kind of Moonbatone vibe and so i was making that and it got kind of like noticed like diplo was playing some of the edits i made and that oh, was wow. probably like a year and a half after i started or or so or maybe just a half a year i can't remember the timeline 
maybe it was that summer actually and so that kind of like then the boston scene kind of took notice and started playing more shows and and then just nice now i'm here that's killer dude wow what was it like when you first started hearing people like diplo spinning your stuff that was like the same crazy? same yeah same as the opening the check you know yeah like, yeah yeah definitely tear up a bit and like damn like this is it you know wow and, and soon after he actually dm'd me on soundcloud he's like yo do you have ableton and i was still using fl he literally just cold dm'd me do you have ableton and i was like what like no but <laughs> i'll do anything <laughs> like i'll i'll what learn it yeah like what yeah and he just sent me stems and and i worked on a major laser song uh called light it up that was like the crazy I love shit. light it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I made the drums for light no it up. No shit. Yeah, and I was still like living in my college like uh house that in Keene, New Hampshire. I went to school in Keene, New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, uh, that and was, that was off of random DM. You'd never yeah, met he, him before. Or anything? I I probably sent him some songs. He was sure, playing. Sure. He was playing this one edit that he really liked that I did the drums on. So it was basically like, hey, I want the drums from this edit for this track. Wow. You know? They sent me the stems. That's and, like, d- shout out to Diplo. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking awesome. I mean, dude, he's. He's that's the, super cool. That's the guy for like yeah. doing that kind of thing, man. Like he literally brought up so many artists. Yeah, I know Ricky cool stuff. produces yeah. for him or yep. did or still does. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's dope, man. That's yeah, really so cool. That was, that was the start of everything. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much. Wow. It doesn't, that doesn't happen in comedy. There's no like, uh, <laughs> yeah. I can't hit somebody up and be like, Hey dude, that, uh, dick joke. joke <laughs> yeah. I just want- was really can I get some of that dick joke just for like this? Just like the punchline. Can you like reword <laughs> yeah. that? Can you reword that <laughs> dick joke for me? But like titties. Like. Yeah, <laughs> make it titties. Make it titties. This is gonna be sick. Pretty much. I'm remixing a, a joke. Yeah. It's gonna be dope. Yeah, uh, that, that's definitely the better part of music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's killer, dude. So then, so you you grow in the Boston scene. Are you a Patriots fan, by the way? I don't really do. Sp- not sports, a big sports so, guy. Yeah, okay, I get, sure. You're you the know, one person from New England. I know. That's I know. not a psychotic sports fan. It's true. I mean, yeah. growing up is like, why wouldn't you be a sports fan? Because you win all the time. Mm-hmm. Like everybody was always winning. All these teams. Yeah, <laughs> so, you guys were lucky. I mean, yeah. I, I I grew up a Patriots fan because mm. my whole family's from Rhode Island. Oh, cool. So they were all over Boston, Rhode Island, Connecticut, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Maryland. So um, yeah, I'm a diehard Patriots fan, but. You are just by blood, even if you don't know I it. am. No, I am. So yeah. it's in you. And my dad, like, loves sports, but he was also that kind of guy. He's like, oh, whoever. Like, he liked so many te- – like, he's from the New York area, so he was, like, a Giants fan. Oh, yeah, okay. And then okay. he's, like, also, like, loves the Patriots. He kind of, like – it was not like, you're a Patriots fan. So I just, like, right, I don't care right. about sports, and I didn't get that, like, force-fed thing. So Well, that's probably like, eh. good because then you got yeah. to focus on music. Yeah, and everything sure. else that No, I mean, yeah, he, I, he, tr- he was a baseball guy. He yeah. loved baseball. So, you know, I played baseball as a kid, but I just, like – I don't. I didn't have coordination. You know? yeah. like, I really just didn't have coordination, and I didn't. He would be like, "Do this." I'm like, "No, Dad. Like, I know how to do it." You know, like I was just yeah, kind of like yeah. that kind of kid. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't know how to do it. Well, not <laughs> not going crazy for New England sports probably freed up a couple thousand hours. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Of your time for sure, to for sure. to work on stuff. So uh-huh. that's really cool. Yeah. Um. And then, did college out there? Yeah, I went to Hofstra for a semester mm-hmm. in on Long Island, and then I was gonna go for film. Actually, I was like in at the end of high school, I was like really trying to do film. Yeah, um, and then uh, it was just like expensive, and mm-hmm. I just was like, oh, I'm just gonna go like to a cheaper school in New Hampshire, um, and was like gonna do business management. I was like, whatever I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do it on my own. So business management so i learned how to manage business and then i like mm-hmm. took one semester that I was like fuck this shit dude yeah, yeah, like yeah. accounting and like oh my god and so i was like all right i'll get back into music <laughs> like dude that's my thing cool yeah and then so you you dropped out 
No, I did. You, I you stayed got with a it? music. I got a music degree. Oh, yeah. music degree. That's yeah, right. Classical you music. To it. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So That's I played like wild. classical percussion instruments, like uh, snare drum and cymbals and fucking yeah. timpani and marimba and like all that shit. Yeah. Wow. That's super cool, dude. Yeah. So then you take that and you put it into. I mean, yeah. Production it, where I, where it fits, I guess. Yeah, it was. I was just producing at the same time as like yeah. going to school. That's I don't know. Cool. It kind of it was you know in my generation or our generation is like you have to go to school kind yeah, of vibe, yeah, yeah. you know yep, so yep. i was just like doing it but also it gave me the free time to like work on music yeah you know like i would yeah. never say i shouldn't have gone to school because like i don't think i would i would probably be like working a job instead of having the time to right yeah so yeah you know i my mom was super strict on school she's a teacher mm. so there was never an option to not go to college and get a college degree uh, even if I had want, even if I had brought it up, it would have been shot down right away. And yeah. it's all good because I loved my college experience. Yeah. But I was, I, I did UC Santa Cruz for two years, um, and then transferred to Santa Barbara. And Santa Barbara was a bigger like D one school. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got into the newspaper. I got into oh, some cool. journalism stuff yeah. and some write, creative writing and. Uh, the film program there, it, I've majored in, in film and media, but it was film and media studies. Uh-huh. So we were like writing papers about German propaganda movies from the 1930s. Uh-huh. So it was like a nightmare. And yeah. I realized at the beginning of my senior year how I w- truly was not using any of that. And I started slacking and my grades yeah. dropped. Yeah. But I didn't. I saw my grades dropping and I was like, I don't care. This doesn't matter. Yeah, that's... They were dropping because I was writing for the newspaper. I was doing um, the radio show locally. I was doing like student film projects Mm -hmm. and just like not showing up to class. Yeah. So yeah, for our generation going into the next generation, I think my sister's generation, she's 21 now, Uh they realize, oh, school is kind of a joke. Yeah. yeah. For some things. Like if you're writing papers about movies and yeah like, that's like your you, you don't need to write yeah. propaganda papers on about movies unless you truly want to be a exactly. teacher and yeah. teach people to do that exact thing yeah <laughs> great or like be the one of like five people who do that somehow professionally right. other than teaching yeah you, get, you like write <laughs> like a book really about it fucking guess, care yeah, yeah. About it. Yeah. very niche yeah <laughs> but uh if you can figure out a way to do it more power to yeah, you yeah true um but yeah the next the next generation i mean is also the fact that the next generation sees careers being made on tiktok and youtube yeah so a majority of them are like, I don't need school at all. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like gamer, TikTok influencer. Yeah. Or rapper. Vlogger. Yeah. Or yeah. vlogger. Yeah. yeah. Like those are the, that's it. Those People are the see new... Mr. Beast and just be yeah. like, oh, I just need to do it. I see Mr. Beast and I'm like, what the, why am Bro, I? Bro, Mr. Beast <laughs> is crazy. Like crazy. why am I? I see it. I'm like, all I have to do is work like 24 hours a day, dude. That's it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why don't I do that? <laughs> How do I make a swimming pool full of $10 million? Bro, like, yeah. It just And takes, just have people jump into it. Just takes that's 10 it? years of nonstop work. Nonstop. And, <laughs> and then you can do it. Yeah. That shit's crazy. It is kind of interesting though like yeah i'm into the whole manifestation you know not too like into the science like if you just like yeah. think of something and do it constantly it's gonna work out like yeah if you are doing it you know and yeah the visualization is very real yeah it's absolutely yeah. real yeah so it's just like when i start to think about that it's like shit man i really just have to hone in on it i need to do like a yeah. board with some with some post-it notes on it to remind yeah. myself what i need to edit and shoot and like exactly what i yeah, do yeah yeah um did you when you were coming up did you have any type of like spiritual influence like that or did you ever seek out kind of those I'm, visualization I, methods or anything? i mean i grew up catholic like really catholic went mm-hmm. to catholic school mm-hmm. and then like really detested religion because of that yeah. um and then yeah i definitely i had like a spiritual awakening um kind of in a few years ago four years ago or so i was like meditating every day reading every 
book and I was doing audiobooks like every I had a little practice I would do, you know, oh, cool. and, like go on a hike and like listen to an hour or two of an audiobook and meditate mm-hmm. while I was out there. And so, yeah, for like a few years, I was just like, oh, like I get it. You know, like I was learning yeah, about yeah. like Buddhism and like, but also more just like that kind of Eckhart Tolle, like, you know, yeah. power of now and like uh, Joe Dispenza, like very much about like what you think is what you are. You yeah. Know, yeah. Those yeah. kinds of things. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's how I live for sure now. Yeah. That's awesome. And I, I've had a lot of friends say similar things about Catholicism mm. or like they go, they, they, they're raised Catholic and then immediately separate. What was it for you that made you want to? I mean, step out and Catholicism is just like all about like guilt and like, it's all very like literal interpretations of Mm -hmm. spiritual texts. So it's just like when you grow up like that, it's just like, if you sin, God sees you and you're in trouble, you know? Like, and that's how I grew up. Like as a kid, it was very, like, I was like, I mean, I like ADHD from the age of like two, like, so any, like I was just a troublemaker. I was like always like off. And so anything I did was like wrong as yeah, a kid, you yeah, know, yeah. in like elementary school. So like a lot of anxiety because of that. Like I was like, I didn't know what the fuck was going on as a kid. Yeah, like, yeah. so kind of, as I started to grow up and just like, why would I want to be a part of that? You mm-hmm. know, but you know, even now, like I, I'm reading books about like, I, I like to read about how s- those ancient texts are like how you're supposed to interpret them. Cause like yeah. symbolism back then, everyone kind of understood everything was very symbolic. You know, now mm-hmm. like we don't live in an age of symbols any- anymore. We take everything literally. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you read the Bible now, it's just like, don't do this thing, but that meant something else, you know? Right. So I, I like to like learn about that now, kind of like tap back into it. Cause I spent so long learning about it, might as well kind of like, yeah. uh, you know, uh, take some things out of it. Yeah, definitely. Actually, yeah, definitely. Useful. I have actually not read the Bible in its entirety. It's me something I've, I, okay, you haven't either? <laughs> no, no, okay, no. I mean, right. I've, I've but you've taken section, a lot of, sections yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. my, my mom was raised Catholic. They're all Italian Catholic, mm-hmm. um, but she didn't raise us with religion. She would pay me $10 to read about other religions. Oh, I remember cool. when I was in like junior high, she's like, please just read this short book about Buddhism. I'll oh, give you that's $10. Awesome. That's awesome. Uh, she was also a total hippie. She brought yeah. me to like Grateful Dead shows when I was a baby. So, cool. cool. Um, but yeah, I, I have been on kind of a similar path over the past couple of years of just trying to expand knowledge and like the belief system that I operate with. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause you really can take a lot from different places mm-hmm. and integrate them into your own kind of operating system yeah. in a, in a pretty powerful way. Absolutely. Uh, Eckhart Tolle, obviously the man. Mm-hmm. And then also, uh, just like medicines, like mm-hmm. plant medicines. I'm yeah. a massive advocate for, and I'm uh, like really trying to be more active in that space. Um, but yeah, I, mushrooms, uh, have been, um, kind of a big influence for me, at least, uh, as far as like microdosing goes over yeah. the past couple of years. When I was doing that meditation thing, I was microdosing almost every day. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't done it in a while, not on purpose. It just like, I don't know, kind of forgot and then like don't get them anymore. But microdosing yeah. was such a huge thing for me. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. And especially if you do it at the right protocol, um, mm-hmm. for, for mine, it's like a month or two on and then a month off. Mm-hmm. And it's only a couple days a week. And yeah. then you take that long stretch. Sometimes it's a couple months off. I'll go like two or three months off. And it's never addictive, which is great. Yeah. Um, yeah. And those couple months off really allow, I feel like they allow my brain to just form these new pathways of connection and, and thought processing. Yeah. Uh, and especially for creativity and people yeah. that are in the creative world. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's a huge help. Absolutely. So yeah, I'm stoked to see that stuff get 
more and more like mainstream and less stigmatized. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, it's, it's crazy to, to think how it's like at the level of weed now, you know? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. And weed was an essential business, dude. Yeah. How yeah, crazy is that? Yeah. Weed was an essential business. Yeah. And there were still people like in jail for weed. Yeah. That's also true. <laughs> Wild. That's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, mushrooms being the next thing. And then, you know, there's somebody, uh, do you know who Aubrey Marcus yeah. is? Yeah. So I love him. He's the man. Yeah. He's getting a lot more into like mysticism lately, mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm. pretty wild, but it's really cool um, to hear about. Dude, I'm into, I'm super, <laughs> I'm into like, I was uh, studying this thing called builders of the Adidam for a while. Mm. I need to get back into it, but it's based on like, you know, like ancient Egyptian, like kind of like symbolism, kind of like they have their own tarot system. It's not for like fortune telling. It's just yeah. kind of for like insight. And so I'm like, it, have you read anything about like the collective unconscious, like, Carl Jung stuff at all slightly so it's just like we we've developed so long uh the human culture has developed like for so longer so much longer than we can fathom and symbols are just kind of implanted into our unconscious from like you know like how a bird knows to to fly or sing or whatever like that same thing like we have this unconscious like understanding of symbols from especially ancient symbols just like star snake like heart like those kinds of symbols yeah yeah so it's kind of about implanting those symbols into your subconscious or like, you know, like, or no, implanting them into your conscious mind. So then you have like a bridge between your unconscious and your subconscious and conscious mind. Mm -hmm. So it's like Mm -hmm. learning that this symbol means this thing. So then your unconscious subconscious self can be like, Hey, like, because your unconscious speaks in symbols like a dream yeah. isn't like okay you went to the store and then you got right your right, dreams right, are like right. fucking blah, 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 crazy blah, blah. Yeah, yeah yeah so yeah. that's how it speaks you know yeah so if you learn that language in your conscious self you can like kind of start to decipher and, and really get more in tune with like the spiritual bridge you know like, yeah 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 carl, Dude, carl young is like carl young is like shit that's the shit yeah shit. There, and there's just <laughs> there's so much that i feel like our brain can do and our consciousness can do that we don't know about oh yeah don't speak about and are never taught about dude yeah like the just the simple power of visualization meditation and manifestation if we're if we were taught that as kids we would be living completely different lives yeah and there's a whole history of why that doesn't happen and let's keep things the way they are because of the job for the economy all the bullshit reasons that uh have been programmed into our brains in this like modernized age of industry Mm -hmm. um but the uh aubrey was uh, had a podcast with this guy zach bush Mm -hmm. do you know that is i don't know he's a he's a doctor but he integrates a lot of i don't know maybe i'm gonna describe this wrong but i'll try kind of a lot of like mysticism within the um logical kind of holistic wellness space. Cool. And like, he's a very, very good doctor, classically mm-hmm. trained doctor, has worked in hospitals for decades. And now he runs his own um, operation where he brings a lot of insight from the spiritual side of things cool. into his practice. Cool, yeah. And they were they were having this conversation uh, about very similar to what you just said a minute ago about how, you know, modern day religions take things very literally and really society takes a lot very literally yeah uh and and that literalism 
um, to them, the way that Zach and Aubrey were talking about it is very like left brain dominant. You mm. know, your left brain is more like your male brain. Mm-hmm. That's your uh, logical space where you're connecting the dots and you're finding the problem and isolating it and right. figuring out how to solve the problem. And it's right. this step, then this step, then this step. And that has kind of taken over um, modern day society in in a bad way. Yeah. In a yeah. bad way because it, it has... Uh, it, it's halted a lot of creativity. It's halted the um, stretching of the right brain, uh, right brain being your female brain, your creativity, your absolutely, uh, your um, uh, intuition. Mm-hmm. You know, your mm-hmm. your instead of following something logically step by step, it's more trusting the process and f- going with the flow and figuring yeah. it out as you go. Yeah. And we need the shift to happen. Absolutely. And they feel like the shift is currently happening. I kind of see the shift kind of happening and it's through just talking to people like you who say like, yeah, I'll have microdose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've meditated. And look at us. We're born in 1990. Like we are a pretty young generation right now. So if we are doing more and more of that and I got friends from high school, these like bros that grew up in a small farm town up in Davis that are also talking to me about like, yo, have you ever tried like breath work? (laughs) And I'm like, dude, welcome to the world, bro. Yes. I love this. You know, like my boy Kyle was reading a book, like a self-help book of some sort about how to consciously communicate with your partner. And I was like, (laughs) Oh my God. And I know I just doxed him by saying his name, but I fucking love him. Um, But I see stuff like that and I'm like, Oh, that's the, that that's, that's the, the transition in action. That's the, that is that, all the feminine. Like, yeah, it's, it's about caring and loving. Yeah, like that's the one thing you didn't mention when you were saying like creativity, intuition, but also care. Care. And love, yes, you know? exactly. Like, um, uh, the motherly. Yeah, yeah. Because it is. It's this is the patriarchy. I think. Mm-hmm. I think what I mean. Oh God, I don't. I want to like talk about this off mic because I don't want to like hear any criticism about this opinion. So this is my opinion. Sure, 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 sure. The feminine feminist movement is pushing to include women into the patriarchy like a lot of the time you know like like yeah. women no women are oppressed and deserve like rights and equality like i 100 percent agree but like i think some of the feminist movement is like confused that like no we belong in the patriarchy too it's like how about we dismantle the patriarchy you know and the patriarchy meaning like this male left brain driven society not necessarily like a man in power at every company no no it's like women are are taking part in the patriarchy as well by like being a man like not like manly but like wanting to be the ceo of a company Ah, like anyone who wants to be ceo of a company yeah is driven by the patriarchy right like not that it's a bad thing or a good thing i think we need those people because then if it's only woman feminine sided brain then we're gonna be in the opposite, opposite direction side, right right you know, then we're like hippies and like on a commune <laughs> yeah, nothing's and, like, getting done and then yeah. you know people end up yeah. like being like weird sex guys who right like, and then you right. end up killing every you know what i right, mean like right, right. yeah the balance jim jones shit it's the yeah. balance yeah that's needed and we do we don't have any such a small amount of feminine influence feminine being like that yeah. side of of nature and yeah, because like, that that size it's been like suppressed. It's yeah, been suppressed. I mean, even at the nuclear level, like there's electrons in the the oh my god the neutron no no proton what's, no what's the middle called the fuck uh, uh, atom like a neutron quark? and a proton what is that called a neutron and a proton together what's the middle of the atom called uh, this is electron, great fuck me anyways a, a quark you have the, no no you just have the, <laughs> you have atoms yeah it, which create our whole thing they're in balance you know mm-hmm. one is 
one is create one is being drawn to the other one is the magnet and one is the thing that stays in balance of that magnet. yeah yeah, you know? yeah, yeah that's yeah. like the balance of feminine and, and masculine it's yeah. not about penis or vagina it's like right. literally like a power like it's a description of forces in nature yeah you know and i think it's hard for people to understand that and like kind of remove this like oppressive history of male and female. Right. You know? So yeah. Well, uh, and a lot of people just get stuck immediately when you say male and female. Yeah. Then they immediately associate right. Masculine with gender. And feminine. Exactly. Yeah. And it's no, we can use those words, not talking about gender or sex. Right. We're talking right. about, uh, an energy, For, a literal yeah. energy. Yeah. Um, and yeah. in, in that podcast that they also talked about like water and they made a, a great comparison with water and mm. how fucked up like our water system is yeah. and our crops are like dying and we're entering this phase where it's going to be like, uh, the beginning of, um, interstellar mm. where there's that blight yeah. everywhere that yeah. like fungus dirt, just wiping shit out. Because our water system, this is the best example I've, I've heard for male versus female energy. Our water system is taking water, forcing it through these piping systems that are going at sharp angles, left and right, 90 degree angles, up and down, forcing it this way and that way, just to force it out of our faucet. So by mm-hmm. the time the water has come out of the faucet, the molecular structure is all rearranged mm. because of this male masculine energy that we've been shoving it through this piping system right and it removes the electrolytes it fucks up the balance of the water it doesn't make it bad for you but it just makes it less nutrient dense yeah yeah than it would be if you were to get it in nature from a feminine source because Mm -hmm. water in nature is naturally moving creative source yeah exactly it's flowing over rocks it's going left and right it's going downhill it's free falling it's not being forced left and right it's flowing on a curvature Mm. i love that yeah and and that's yeah and that allows the water to pick up the electrolytes from the rocks potassium magnesium whatever and carry it into a freshwater kind of spring. Mm-hmm. That I, I as soon as I heard that a couple of months ago, I went one hundred percent bougie with my water. Yeah, and I bought, I bought this Dude, whole fucking water tower out there. That's it's, but it's real. Bougie water thing is happening. It's like weirdly yeah. like topical right now. Yeah, I also just started drinking only spring water. Yeah, yeah, for like the yeah. first time in my life. Yep, it's so weird. No that's more such purified water. I wonder if that's like a like a. Uh, psyops thing like we think, <laughs> yeah. we think we're being cool and spiritual or, or like smarter but it's right. actually just like the big water corp- <laughs> big water. it's big water probably uh, probably i don't fucking know yeah I hope owned not. by chevron somehow I mean, it is interesting i was in the san jose airport this weekend mm-hmm. and i was like there's only dasani like ah! all of the yeah. hudson news only had and i was like i'm not drinking this i like walked to the whole I airport refuse. dude yeah 100 like, it's so new for me to yeah. like care but yeah. i do care a lot now. that's part of the shift yeah still. yeah, See? yeah. Like, and it's it's people like that it's us having a conversation yeah. it's a person watching this and then telling their friend yeah i think that that really is going to be part of the shift so that by the time we have kids or grandkids it, it maybe then maybe that maybe it's going to take two more generations yeah for people to really flip a little bit more yeah and it doesn't mean the whole country has to turn into a commune but it, it does mean that we should be talking about these things more right and not ignoring because all these little things that that we're discussing these little like okay how do we make a decision can we be more creative should we meditate what is breath work can i read a book about how to consciously communicate with my partner should i be bougie about my water they're all laying the foundation for like a new just type of culture Mm -hmm. at least in this country for sure but worldwide yeah 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 i mean even just like the redirecting of water 
to like a place like Los Angeles is like the patriarchy, you know, because it's like exactly. we need to be here yeah. because so many people need to like work in this one building that does this one thing yeah. because we need to like get more money. Yeah. Like the destruction of our water system beyond just like pushing it through pipes that make it shittier. Just mm -hmm. like the fact that we all have to live here and we need more water here. Yeah. Like that is a problem. Yeah. You know? Like let's yeah. expand life in this desert area yeah. so that more people can drive downtown yeah. to go work at the fucking U S bank. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or the crypto arena, which yeah. is great. The crypto arena, uh, casts a shadow on, um, like a literal shadow on a, a skid row, uh -huh. which is insane. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's why like that. And that I, you talk about the patriarchy dude. And it's like the, um, just the male energy dominated society that we live in just kind of needs to change a little. I bit. mean, and people yeah. hear that and they're like, Oh, you're scared. Like men can be men too. It's not what I'm talking about. Men. Yeah. Dude. That's it's the, it's the whole energy that, of yeah, society. That distraction of the word just like yeah, ruins, ruins yeah. it, unfortunately, but like, it's not, it's not our fault. It's right. the person who doesn't know the difference, unfortunately. And right. they'll just like, yeah, it's sad that like conversations can't be had around that kind of stuff for mm -hmm. some people because it's just like this instant trigger and like that's such a like trigger is a triggering word. Yeah, yeah. If you said yeah. someone is triggered, it's like oh you're triggered. You know, it's like no, like <laughs> no, you're triggered. I'm yeah, not triggered. It's just like no, like if, if that <laughs> word does that thing to you, like yeah. you know, like let's just have a conversation about it. Right. Yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, it's tough both ways. I mean. The populist kind of like society we live in now. Actually, I'm I literally am listening to this new book on the way over here called Recapture the Rapture. Ooh. Super interesting because yeah. it talks about how the first like meaning of life was like religion. It was like you follow the rules of the religion, then you like go to heaven. And like that was meaning 1.0, as he calls it. Uh, I can't remember the author's name, but Recapture the Rapture is the book. Mm -hmm. And now we're in meaning 2.0, which is like that kind of like, um, like the rapture for them was like, Jesus is coming. He's going to burn everyone unless you believe in Jesus. Mm -hmm. Now our rapture is like, we're going down. Like the economy's fucked. Yeah. Uh, the environment's fucked. So like you have to be, you have to be stockpiling guns and food or whatever yeah. to be on this side of stuff. And then the other side is like, no, you have to be like loving and like da 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 to be on this side of stuff. Right. And so it's like, we're reenacting. It's like, learn from history. Mm -hmm. We're reenacting the old rapture play. You know, because the, the rapture never fucking came then. Right, right. Arguably, what I mean, that's it's hard for me living in this new rapture to say the rapture's not going to come because, like, we're right. talking about like water being like whatever. So it's this. It's interesting. I I listen to him on a podcast, so I know the synopsis is that like we need to mix the like finding meaning for people in a religious way without like religion, but right. also in like a physical way. I'm excited to finish this book and I really recommend it because it's something I've never wrapped my head around is this like rapture 2.0 thing that we're living in now. Mm -hmm. We're just recreating this old like religious trauma kind of yeah, situation. So crazy. Yeah. Reca yeah. Re Recapture the rapture. Recapture the rapture. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to order yeah, it. It's, yeah. It's really cool. That's um, dope. Yeah. Um, I just, that's, <laughs> the history repeating itself thing is, yeah. is so sad. And it, we don't, well, people don't pay attention. Yeah. I and mean, then, I, I didn't even think about that. And I feel, I I'm pretty, I feel like I'm pretty well you yeah, know, yeah. trying to stay on top of things. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. And you know, a lot of people want to kind of, I feel like a lot of people find a lot of meaning, personal meaning um, in times like this because yeah. And it's, it's unfortunate, uh, in, in like a bad way. So some people I feel like over the past couple of years, especially have found a lot of 
purpose and meaning in trying to elevate their own status to be above others mm-hmm. um, and like look down at others and talk down to others, whether it's because of whatever the trending issue is, dude, for politics, yeah. COVID, yeah. social justice, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and that's just, it's widening a divide mm-hmm. and it's making those two sides that you just said, it's strengthening both of those sides. Right. Because people on both of those sides will try to elevate their own status up um, and we've, we've created, I feel like we've created a culture where if you elevate your own status, you get immediate gratification mm-hmm. because now a bunch of people are looking at you like, Oh, he's right. Listen to him speak out about them with all that crazy passion and fire in his eyes. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that's the guy we got to listen to. Yeah. And we haven't put this in just my opinion. I don't think we've put enough value on, um, people who are actively trying to find ways to create a dialogue, yeah. bridge a gap, and blend that left and right brain style energy um, together to yeah. create a more a more like unified way of living. Yeah, it's just yeah. like how do I get to the top? How do I talk down to those people so that I can get all these people to like me more? And you see, yeah. but people are popping on Twitter. People are going on Tucker Carlson with all this. People are going on fucking CNN talking about whatever. And it, it's just, it. every time I see it, I'm like, fuck, man. You guys have such a great opportunity here to not do that. Mm-hmm. And, to, and it's not going to get you as much clout. I mean, or money. That's, or money. Uh, but, yeah. it, it, man, the fulfillment has got to be better. If you, yeah. if you could if you could make people less angry at each other yeah. and speak with more conscious reasoning mm-hmm. um, rather than just like this immediate kind of default setting to to speak in, in a way that generalizes or attacks or yeah. whatever. So. Yeah, it's like it starts, I mean, it starts with like meditation and that kind of shit because yeah. those people do it because they get that dopamine hit or like that kind of like yeah. um, acceptance or whatever. Like they're like, this is right, you know, and I'm getting paid, especially the social media machine. Uh, we've all seen the social dilemma. I hope if you haven't yeah, you yeah, watch yeah. it, Incredible. it's like they've made the system do like they are splitting. It, the algorithm is doing this because it like works for what social media makes money on. Yeah. It's like, that's, it's a, it's, that's the broken thing. Like for the most part, it's like people will now say something so controversial on purpose that they probably don't even actually believe in on Twitter just to yeah. like, cause some people will be like, yeah, dude, you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. and on both sides for yeah, sure. For totally, sure. It's totally. not just a conservative thing, even though that's kind of what we like point at. It is a liberal yeah. thing too. Cause like, some people, like, what are you saying? Oh my God. 100%. I mean, I'm, yeah, I don't know like who the listener base on this is. So I, uh, they're all far right. Yeah, QAnon people. Yeah. Okay. So, so okay. never mind. It's all the liberals. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah but, I feel like we got a good but, mix. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah it's like it, it, either way is like, it's just polarizing because that's profitable. Yes. And, and, and yes. Polarizing you, for profit. Yeah. It's 100%. like when you, when you do start to meditate and do start to learn, like literally just learn about your brain and this like yeah. balance and spirituality, not as like woo woo as literal, like medicine or like, you know, yeah. like this guy is like, yeah. like uh, the internal turmoil we feel from like waking up and getting on our phone. Just like if I don't use my phone First thing in the morning, if I don't use it for like 10 minutes after yeah. waking up, I have a better day. Yo, you know? incredible. And that's so fucking hard. This yeah. morning, I didn't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah. why is that so hard, you know? Yeah, it's and, super hard. And so, so it's just, 
the more we don't do those things, yeah, the better we become. What other uh, what other small practices do you implement either daily or weekly to kind of help with your creative and your mental focus um, and strength? Man, honestly, I'm at the point where I need to like really reinstate a lot of them yeah. because it's so hard. It's like it's so much easier to get in the habit of not doing them than yeah. doing them, you know? Yep. Um, but meditation was like such an important thing for me, a huge thing, and I need to do that daily and mm-hmm. I, I, it's such a hard habit to reinstate it it's is, weird yeah. yeah weird you can spend an hour on your phone easily mm-hmm. but you can't spend five minutes in silence it's so right. weird um i would say that you know for sure try to be mindful of the phone usage because that yeah that gets me yeah bad. that's huge that gets me bad same dude. and yeah. and you know the um what i've said to myself i've recently learned has just been an excuse this whole time. Uh, I used to call my phone my office. Yeah. And, yeah. Which is true in a way. Like, yeah, I, I should be going on TikTok a couple times to see what's trending. I should be going on Twitter to see what's in the news cycle. Mm-hmm. I, I do need to go on Instagram to see if this video did well so I could think of a sequel maybe or yeah. see if whatever the fuck on YouTube views or comments are telling me that I should be doing that. But I I feel like recently I've, I've taken that thought of my phone being my office and i've been using it as an excuse to just scroll for another 30 minutes absolutely so that's something i gotta yeah i've tried to i've been trying to say like i need to like use i need to like produce more than i consume on social media you know like Mm, it's not your office it's your stage you know totally and then if you're like using it as to be an audience member for other people's stages more than you're using it to be the stage Ah, then it's like nice yeah like what are you that's a great way yeah so yeah i'm just this is words it's not something i actually fucking sure. <laughs> good at practicing yeah, yeah. so yeah. don't you know but yeah. but that is something i try to like yeah. remember because that, that's that's what we're trying to do we're, but then it's like it's crazy because it really does reward you for being on there more like i yeah in this past year or two i've definitely had like a lot of things i've had to work through and part of that was just getting off social media because the validation was really getting to me like yeah like mentally like depression and and highs from validation like Mm -hmm. if it's not enough of it i'm depressed and so so i took time off of social media and then i feel better this is better but my career isn't doing as well you know and so then i have moments where i get really into it i'm using tiktok a lot doing reels like damn dude i got like 500 followers in a day or a thousand followers you know it's like yeah this is better you know yeah. and so that's such a hard balance it's so crazy they don't give you the option to like really use it from the back end either mm-hmm. you know like what you're saying is using it for research imagine if like there was like i know they have like facebook creator but like uh, maybe i should try to use that more i don't know but it would be great to have like a back end into social media kind of without the feed but like oh, still have like yeah. the the to make it a business enough yeah. enough you know like because it's hot, it's tough. They definitely don't want us to be doing that. They want us to be using it. They want like us everyone to be on else. it yeah. nonstop yeah. and not. And when I am ones. on it nonstop, my shit gets better. You know, yeah. like my career gets better. Yeah. So yeah. it's why yeah. I, I don't even know. I don't think anybody has the answer to it. I think yeah, I, yeah. I think everybody that's like a digital creator like us has some type of experience like that. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm going through a crazy period right now where I'm all mentally fucked up because I haven't been growing. Like mm-hmm. my numbers have been stagnant for yeah. months and I've yeah. been putting out tons of stuff and I feel like the stuff I put out is good, but I don't know, maybe it sucks. Maybe that's why it's not. And then I start thinking that way Yeah. and then I got to yeah. catch myself and be like, no, no, you're good. Yeah. Just yeah. keep doing it. There's no other answer besides keep doing it. Yeah. So my hey. mom, I told my mom this and she was like, well, what are you going to do? Stop. 
She's yeah, like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Not make comedy videos anymore? You're just not going to do that? And I was yeah. like, no. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think, I think what's important is to, like, really come back to why we started this. Yeah. And also, like, really honor our, like, younger selves, like our yeah. inner child. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my therapists, I can't remember who, but they're like, put a picture of your, like, childhood self on your desk. Mm -hmm. And just, like, look, like, remember, like, I'm doing what this child like dreamed of doing even if this post doesn't do well like or whatever you know like dude. and also yeah. like what did he really want to do he wanted to make music or like whatever he wanted to make comedy like really remember what like why yeah like, the why is important like not to be it's cliche huge. but no, it's, like, it's huge man yeah it's tough because it's like well i want to make music but also making music right now doesn't like help me be a musician like mm. making tiktoks helps me right like right, making right. tiktoks helps me than more than any song I've ever released wow. put together. Wow. Like literally. That's like, crazy. For, I mean, for sure. Yeah. I mean, like I, that's the thing. I'm not, I'm not Skrillex, you know, like yeah. there's Skrillex and then there's everyone else. There's mm -hmm. Beethoven. And then mm -hmm. there's guys who are probably almost as good or as popular as Beethoven that we don't even know. Right. Cause they just didn't, you know, but I have TikTok and like, I have these different, like I can, I can talk in front of a camera more than other people can. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, like, I'm comfortable yeah. to do these things and I'm you trying to tools. use these resources. Yeah, right. So yeah, it's like, totally. it's, it's a weird balance. Like I want to do music and like, I want to also just do it. Like yeah. the personality. I want to be, you know, the thing. Yeah. Totally. So, totally. Dude, it's dude. The childhood thing is huge. I think of my 10 year old self all the time. You see yeah. that right there? The rocks glued to yeah, a piece there of paper. You go. That I made that when I was five years old dude. Awesome. in kindergarten <laughs> and I found it in my mom's garage yeah. and I framed it and I, it used to be up on the wall, but now it's just over here dude, on the desk. And perfect. I look at that all the yeah. time. And I'm like, oh shit, I've come a long way. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I mean, I'm gluing but rocks also, on like, a piece of paper. You could sell that probably if it was the right artist, right? Yeah. Like, it's, yeah pretty, exactly. it's pretty cool. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. But yeah. One day that'll pay for a house. But I mean, you made that in a time where you didn't care about the likes or exactly. the views. Exactly. And like, it's That's cool it. or whatever. And I you loved know? it. Yeah. And now it's like inspiring I, I was proud of it. Yeah. yeah so, you know? Dude, it's, it's such a weird balance. Of, yeah. I don't know. And and then just the happiness like thing too is like success doesn't, it makes you happy like in the moment, but like, it's not going to bring happiness. Right. So just remembering to be happy. That's, you asked me like, what are the things I'm trying to practice? So like, yeah. just like happiness and like, like joy mm -hmm. in life other than work. Cause I'm a workaholic. I'm a yeah. validation addict. I'm Same. like, we, yeah, if we do this, totally. we probably are. Yeah. Because the reason we're comedians and musicians is cause well, most of us is like we wanted more people to like us yeah and so are we were funny or could do a cool thing yeah and yeah. like oh more people like me cool i'll keep doing that thing i'll just keep being funny and yep. make people laugh and then now we're here we're 30 something you're like <laughs> wait like okay but also like i like to skateboard or i like to play video games or i like, I like to, to paint yeah. yeah so it's like that's what like I was just surviving. I was just trying to survive in the community because I'm fucking weird. My brain right, works different, right, right, but right. I could be like, look at this thing. And people are like, yay. So it's yeah. like, all right, like yeah. now I got to remember, like make me happy. Totally. Because that's so fleeting, you know? Totally. Totally. Which, which is crazy. Cause I'm like, what do I fucking like? Yeah. Like, especially, you know, I think the phone ruined a lot of things I like. Mm -hmm. Cause I used to really like, like I liked video games and like slow video games. I would like, like, RPG kind of like long stories, bro. Mm. I can't sit down and do that anymore. Like the phone, like zapped Dude, me, bro. That's crazy. You know, like, I didn't watch uh, NBA basketball this season the way I used to. This oh, was the damn. once, the first season 
I like rarely watch the game. Mm. And thinking about it now, yeah, it was because I was super busy. I was on the road. I was shooting way more than I've ever shot. Mm -hmm. But also, I think I would, you know, I I wake up at eight every day and I work in here until like nine. Mm -hmm. And on days where there were uh, games on, I kind of, I would rather almost like look at YouTube videos and watch yeah, you know, like just completely shut my brain off or uh, watch TikTok stuff on my phone. So yeah, I totally feel that. Yeah, it just yeah, it's, it's, it's took like, away it's, yeah. energy from one thing. And yeah, yeah. So that's been interesting trying to find like remember what I enjoy and just what brings yeah. me joy. Like without without any outside influence in any way. That's mm-hmm. like it's crazy that that's like a journey for me. But it's yeah. a journey that I'm on right now. Yeah, it's like. Even connecting with people, like it's so cool to be in person with you. And I'm thinking, like, dude, like we we vibe so like we, let's hang out more. I yeah, think that 100%. right now. Percent. I mean, just let's hope let's let's like make a like pact at the end of this. Yeah. Let's hang out more because we're we vibe. It, but with, then it's within like, the next six months. Right, but let's yeah. not let six <laughs> right. But then it's pass. like you say that every time you see someone, and then you like don't fucking see them again. It's like that's so important to just yeah. have that. Put your phone away and fucking because like we like each other's video videos on Instagram oh, all the time, right? So like, yeah, yeah. oh, we're connecting. Like, oh, Brent's my homie. Like, yeah, we yeah, like yeah. each other's fucking stories. Yeah, no, see him in a year and a half. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, dude, that's broken. And, and yeah, I'm no, I'm not better than anyone else. But it's broken. We're all yeah. doing it. So it's like, well, you should bring your girl out here. We'll do pasta night. I dude, do pasta nights on Sundays. That's a real thing too. I, I really every do. Sunday. Oh, every Sunday I'm in town. Cool. I try to. Yeah, yeah. So, I've been trying to instate a weekly thing too. Yeah, it's it's important, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. important. That's I one thing I do for for my mental Good. health is um I cook a huge thing on Sunday. Sick. And it, most of the time it's just me and and my girlfriend. Sometimes. Yeah. I'll invite some people over um, whenever I can. Dope. Uh, Stottles came over before. Yeah. Dope. So we'll do it. We'll Hell do yeah, it for I'm sure. So and that's a, that's a real thing. I'm down. I, I have to do that down. for my own sake. I, I actually have a, a Phillips. Have you seen the pasta automatic pasta makers? Is that you, you, like, automatic? You, yeah, you put flour and there's like egg and water. And, and it does thing. it for you? Fucking spins it. Is that legal? And extrudes it. It's not legal. Wow. <laughs> Dude, it's Dude, so Dude, my grandma sick. would be so mad. It's so sick. It extrudes really? every shape of pasta. You just like, you know, spaghetti, ziti. Like, but you don't. You don't. So nothing, I, I nothing. hand, don't I do hand anything. do all my things. You my literally stuff. put a fucking cup of flour in and then you pour the liquid in. And Crazy. So you nice. own this? You've I done this? this? I do it. I do it less often then, and it's and it's good pasta, so good pasta, really such good fresh pasta. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All Maybe right. I'll bring it over. Like we'll do like half and half. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Because we'll you should try test. it. It's really fun. Okay. Good. All right. It's really cool. good. Yeah. I'll go. I'll go by hand. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, what kind? Are you making like like? I've made a lot. Flat, flat noodles. Flat like? noodle. My favorite is pappardelle or tagliatelle, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. which are flat and wide or mm-hmm. flat and not as wide. Uh, I've done spaghetti. My machine can crank out spaghetti okay, really cool. well. Um, raviolis. Raviolis. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll do a, um, this ravioli uh, I do for Christmas. It's got like, it's ricotta cheese, sugar, lemon juice, Ooh. and orange zest. Yeah, yeah, I love on that the inside I love with that Parmesan shit. cheese. Hell yeah. So it's like sweet and salty love and that. sour. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so fucking good. I um, love cooking. I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of cooking. Uh, huge. Yeah. It's meditative for yeah, me. Yeah, it is. That's, it that's is. part of my whole mental health thing is I got to cook at least a couple meals a week. For yeah, sure. yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's the, there's this. God, I can't. My brain's like not picking up the words today for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, happiness is the uh, Thich Nhat Han. He's like a Vietnamese Buddhist guy. Mm-hmm. It's 
something like something about like just like everything is meditation i can't oh remember. yeah somebody said everything is yoga yeah yeah uh, it might have been him it yeah, might have been this maybe. other guy i'm sure a lot of people say that frankly but yeah, yeah that's something else i try to remember is like i was making like uh, agua chilies last night cool and i was like peeling the shrimp and i was like fuck god damn like why do, ah, yeah like, yeah getting the like vein out and i was like oh wait like this is this is it. This like, is it. This is the meditation. 100%. Like, if I'm not sitting out and being quiet, I might yeah. as well, like, just be like, yes, like, shrimp. Pill. 100%. Shrimp like, yeah. So, so I do, when I wake up, first thing I do is chug a big glass of water. Mm-hmm. Um, then I take a cold shower every day, every nice. morning. Then I go, I do, like, 10 or 15 minutes of stretching and yoga. Mm. And after I do that, I let myself look at my phone. That's, Most, yeah. 90% oh, God, of I know, time. that's so... It's hard sometimes. But that's, but, like... That's like ninety percent of yeah. like a good day, right yeah, there. Yeah, you started like just like that. Minutes. Like, look like, at how happy I am right yeah, now. Yeah. I would not be happy yeah, if no, I hadn't done that. For sure. So I've been doing that for years. That nice. that whole sequence. Nice. And I asked my buddy. My friend is is pretty deep in the spiritual community. He's a DJ, equanimous, but he's mm. he's like a he he does a lot of like conscious bass music. Oh, cool. Is what he calls it. Yeah. And he does these transformational festivals Dope. that are all called like unison yeah, aligned yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a blows are my favorite type of festivals. But yeah. I asked him a couple years ago. I was like, do you do you do yoga? I've been doing yoga every day. Do you do yoga? And he was like, yeah, I do yoga. And I was like, oh, nice. Well, like fifteen minutes. And he's like, no, no, that's not my yoga. And I was like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> you, do, you do yoga, but you don't do yoga. I yeah, thought yeah, yoga yeah. was only stretching. The stretching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, no, I make my smoothie with like 37 ingredients every day. And yeah. that's my yoga. And I was like, oh, uh-huh. okay. Yoga is really the presence of mind that you have during a specific repetitive task that can kind of bring you a sense of peace. Yeah. Well, typically yeah. it's stretching mm-hmm. and these poses, but as we know it in the western world right exactly because like a yogi isn't someone who stretches no it's it's a person who practices this uh, way of life a ton of these poses aren't even in the yogi's handbook yeah and then like yoga nidra is like um like wakeful rest like there's a Mm -hmm. yoga nidra is like a body scanning yeah. Like a body scanning meditation. That's like been something I've been doing a lot more often. Mm. I actually got Reiki healing for the first nice. time last Did you week. Did like it? Dude, it was really interesting. It's a trip. Very interesting. It's a trip. I, I, I think I need to go back. I think yeah. I need like, I think I'd like put some vinegar in like a dirty pan and got some of it off. Uh-huh. But like, I think <laughs> yeah, I need yeah, to like yeah. do a few more. That's the type of thing <laughs> where, you know, a lot of people will do it once and just be like, oh, I did it once. Yeah, I've done that. But it's really like a... Yeah, uh, it should yeah. be a, a, a consistent part yeah. of your lifestyle. Well, the like the first takeaway I got was like, damn, I just sat in meditation for an hour. Mm-hmm. So like, worst case, that is such a good takeaway. Huge, yeah, huge. like that yeah. alone is like a guided meditation because like they're touching you, so you're kind of like mindful of this part of your body, maybe, maybe not, mm-hmm. kind of in and out of this delta dream state, you know, yeah. the delta wave state. Yeah, that's like that's another thing is like that's like this creative state like babies spend their time in delta state yeah like when they're growing their brain from like this big to this big you know so yep. that's the creative state yeah. where you're like tapped into your unconscious you start kind of having dreams you know and like yep. super important so that was cool that and that's kind of what yoga nidra is like as well as like you're kind of tapped into this slower wave yeah length state that's cool yeah yeah that's rad do you yeah. have you ever gone to any of those transformational festivals i haven't and you know it feels like part of my soul is calling for me to yeah. be more involved in music as like a healing medium like that yeah and and i've i've it's been tough because like the workaholism and mm-hmm. this like kind of financial security blanket of mm-hmm. of what i do is like hard to just be like i can devote some time to this yeah but 
totally i need to like look more into it because yeah I'm about I, that. you know i'm curious um because i'll see i i love I, I see the music space in terms of like live events as two different fields that kind of have some overlap one is the mainstream world it's pretty much every insomniac event yeah. i would call like a mainstream festival mm -hmm. and then there's like the and Coachella is like mainstream. Mm -hmm. And then once you hit lightning in a bottle, you start going that way on the spectrum. Yeah, into, yeah. Um, totality into Stoke the World, Dirty Bird Campout kind of in a way. Mm -hmm. But also these uh, Burning Man, all those types of like transformational festivals. Right. Uh, I'm curious if you see like, is there a bridge between those two worlds for a lot of artists or do you think a lot of artists operate within one of those camps? Yeah, I would say anyone who's playing insomniac and then even like diplo who goes to burning man or whatever like i would say people see those as like a bath and like not as like a lifestyle you know like, got it like yep. I, yeah like it's interesting i hack this is a thought experiment i have all the time like what am i am i bettering the world by playing like a music festival as a dj it's like well yes like first of all people are getting away and like kind of becoming part of this like community where they like can experience like self-expression and and you know it's like more younger generation there's some older people but it's more younger generation but i do question like you know but it's also kind of like the drugs of choice are like alcohol and ecstasy right. and it's like pressed pills the, yeah so it's yeah. kind of like uh but like that's kind of more like a mind-numbing experience mm. as opposed to like a mind opening experience so and and that's the thing though because like partying is okay like partying yeah. should be there should be a balance it, you shouldn't only go to experience music be like i'm gonna go fucking heal right now right, you know right, like right, right, so right, right. but i do struggle with that so you asking me is like is actually something yeah. that i think about because it's like i do live in this kind of lifestyle and, and when i was first getting to meditation a lot i was tweeting about fucking shit like that all the time mm. and even my manager was like yo dude like you know like yeah yeah i was kind of tweeting like eckhart tolle or whatever yeah, you yeah, know yeah, like yeah, not yeah. really but like wanting to or like like damn sure. this is great like i'm learning this thing i want to tell people about sure. it not necessarily the best way to go about it frankly not everyone wants to hear it but also it was like this kind of like uh duality i was living because it's like and I still am, frankly, because it's like, I do want to do what I do. I do like kind of this party thing. I think it's important, but also... Yeah. And there is a high energy positivity that comes from being Absolutely. on a racetrack with 10,000 people. Absolutely. The highest balls. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and it's something you should do every once in a while. Be, Absolutely. Do just yep. no inhibitions, whatever. Mm -hmm. But you can do that. I like Burning Man or whatever. I've actually never been to Burning Man or anything like that. It's mm -hmm. something I definitely want to and need to experience. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it's a it's a question that touches me pretty deeply because it is cool. something that I do like think about and, and that's struggle awesome. with. Yeah. yeah, that's really cool. I was yeah. I was curious if you did, and I'm curious if other artists think that way too. Yeah, um, I'm sure they do. Yeah, I'm sure they do. My my buddy Equanimous that I mentioned about before, he's huge in that scene in the mm -hmm. transformational conscious scene. He's huge. Cool. Um, he has not, to my knowledge, performed at any mainstream like insomniac style things. Yeah. I think he'd be a fit. Yeah. I mean, I think he bridges the gap pretty well. Mm. But but also I see uh, like uh, Aubrey Marcus is throwing this festival in Wyoming. It's going to be a small, intimate thing. Maybe a thousand, two thousand people called Arcadia. Mm. Very much a transformational festival. And Dr. Fresh is on Oh, cool. The, um, oh, that's dope. The billing. Yeah. That's dope. And I, I saw that and I was like, oh, shit. That's like... I met. I only met him like once, super briefly, yeah. through uh, Stottle. Mm -hmm. But I was like, "Oh, that's that's a that's an insomniac 
cat. That mm. dude is that. There it is. That's yeah. the, that the bridging the divide. And then Ellis Dream is always popping back and forth right. between like lightning in a bottle and um, uh, mainstream festivals. Yeah, yeah. So that's really cool that you think yeah, that way because yeah. I could definitely see you. I think I'm doing, doing well. myself a disservice by not trying more and like mm-hmm. reaching into it. And I think that's something. Uh, it's a block that I'm working to overcome just in general, like, you know, musically and in life, like there's cool. this block of like, I guess it's, it, you know, it's like the fucking, the path of life that everyone follows in like, especially men. Like, have you read the book Iron John by any chance? Mm-hmm. You should check that out. Yeah. It's just kind of like this, the, our, um, archetype, archetypical, journey of life as a man is like you know it's like the hero path where you like i can overcome anything i'm on top of the world like slaying dragons and then the dragon like wins and then you you go into like ashes work where you're just like in the fucking you're sweeping up the ashes of the chimney like right it's all very like medieval framed because like that's where a lot of the symbolic stories our current culture is like based in medieval culture you know like after like the spiritual kind of jesus Egyptian culture then it's like the medieval times you know so yeah. that's kind of like the basis of our western society yeah so like yeah it's all very nighty like night like King Arthur all those stories mm-hmm. those are all kind of like the the journey of men through life mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. I'm definitely at that point in that journey of men through life where you're like I'm like shit man like this is what I like and I love but like maybe I could be happier maybe yeah. I could do something you know should like I take I'm, a little detour yeah, should I yeah. try this new path definitely. a little bit yeah yeah it's it's yeah. that's a that's a trip it's hard that's to, cool dude yeah. yeah you know that that community is um that's my favorite people to be around yeah. at, at, I love the Insomniac festival super super fun yeah but there's something about the ethos of uh an event like lightning in a bottle or mm. um one of these other ones that just it's just a, it's just different. They're yeah. both good in their own ways, yeah. but it's just a, it's a different experience. People are there, I think, with a little bit different intention. There's, yeah, there's an intentionality to it. Definitely. Um, so it's a blast. I can see you there. Yeah, no, yeah, I yeah. yeah. I, I could definitely. I mean, dude, I swear, I'm. I believe in myself more than a lot of people believe in themselves, and Hell I yeah. really do feel like, not in like a corny way, just in a way that like I know my power as a manifester is like, yeah. I know I can tap into that. Like I don't have any question. Mm-hmm. And like when we we're talking about Mr. Beast earlier, like I just need to do, like I know that like it is just a a step. There's a process. It's like yeah. a stepwise yeah. process. It's like I just need to do this like submerge myself in the culture like you know start to understand how it works start to understand how the music works like Mm -hmm. i know the steps and like or i can lay them out so yeah you know i guess the question is more of like my non-spiritual it's like it's like wrangling my non-spiritual self in it's like hey like you know start to like think about this more you Mm -hmm. know because i did grow up like you know i think a lot of us were growing up in this weird financial time for sure Mm -hmm. and like you know, my dad had his own businesses growing up, like all my, he had his own business and it was never fucking stable or like yeah. money. Money was tough. Money is a stressor. Money is, oh, my, yeah, money yeah. is my biggest stressor and, and motivator. So yeah, I grew up with a single mom. She was a teacher Dude, and I had a yeah, sister. Yeah. She yeah, worked so, like three teaching jobs. Yeah. So, so it. it sucks. So it's like, I hate to make money my, my God, you know? And, yeah. and that's what, that's what Catholicism or Christianity Jesus was talking about when he says mm. like have one God only and it's God and it doesn't have to be like God like the man in the sky but like God is like your own yeah fucking shit the yeah. force inside of the you energy, that's God the universal right energy, yeah. so like yeah that's why you shouldn't have the money being your God because now you're like 
lost in the fucking desert right you know like right. whatever you right. know it's a false god yeah 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 so that's where like my catholicism or christian teachings like it's not like yeah like modern christians interpret that in such a weird way of like you know i, I don't know charity or like whatever no it, sure be char charitable or like whatever but it's about like truly like not letting anything else influence your like being your happiness you yeah. Know? yeah 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 because totally. social media is like our god our main god now dude oh 100 you know? like we it's our dictator that. yeah, it, yeah. It, it literally reprograms your brain to yeah. like different things and and now, I, now everyone has ADHD because mm -hmm. like, like I grew up with like real bad ADHD undiagnosed dude. Like I, oh, yeah? in the past two years, like I've been doing therapy just to like try to shed some of really? like, what I was saying where I was yeah. like always in trouble. Yeah. Like I'm just been like shedding this like ADHD child, like stuff that went on. Cause like mm -hmm. I, my parents weren't really into like therapy and shit mm -hmm. and like, you know, so like I was just like, oh, he's just a little weird, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, but now everybody has ADHD cause like, we're just like. We're our, getting a program yeah, by our age seven. Brain, our brain chemical like mm -hmm. stuff is just run by shit on the outside. Yeah, it's and crazy. And so it's dude. like, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I wish they would put meditation and mindfulness into more schools. Yeah, um, I, I feel like I've you I've, know I've seen it starting to. Yeah, I actually met somebody at the uh, music festival we went to a couple weeks ago. Mm. She said she is a wellness and mindfulness, uh, not coach, teacher at a junior high. Oh, cool. And it's required for all the kids to dude, take this class. Awesome. Dude. And I was like, Oh, that's incredible. It was yeah. a private school, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, how amazing would that be if it was implemented in public schools? Yeah. And yeah. the more private schools, maybe the more influence public schools will get. And you know, there, I'm sure there's a whole bunch of other stuff that yeah. goes on there, but yeah. Um, yeah, that would be pretty incredible. Let's see where we're at. What time was, do you, um, what do you have? Uh, what do you have coming up? What are some big things you're looking forward to? Um, well, um, I have a record label, and we're starting our monthly party. Group this, chat, yeah, group chat, yeah, yeah, hell yeah. We're starting a monthly party with Insomniac, actually. No uh, way. Yeah, this Thursday is our first one, so it'll be every last Thursday of the Killer. month. Yeah, I'm stoked. That something I really care deeply about is just like pushing music forward, and yeah. like I feel like it's very stagnant right now, and that's a whole other conversation. Social media, kind of like the Spotify world we live in now is, is bad. Like music discovery isn't cool anymore. It used mm, to be like, yeah, I want to show you this cool new music I found, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. now it's more like I want someone to find cool new music for me. And we kind of like yeah. rely on like Spotify to feed mm -hmm. that to us or whatever. So I'm really passionate about that and kind of that mad decent culture of like old, like just cool music coming up. So talk to me about group chat. What, what, yeah. how did that, come about and what's the purpose behind it's, it? it's basically what i'm saying it's just kind of like i've always championed like music from other countries or yeah or like whatever it is whatever the case just music that uh, my sets people like them because i do that but they don't they see just it as like oh gestures like that maybe they think it's all my music or whatever you know right so like my right. goal was by starting is to like introduce these artists and, and this type of music to people you know as songs and not just like part of my set or whatever and also there's just a vacuum right now of like that kind of music um just kind of forward-thinking dance music club music yeah it, it's like it, a lot of it got like sequestered into like cool guy culture in la where you yeah. have to be like really fancy dressed and like a cool person and it's a very othering situation to like yeah. go to like a global base night where it's like we're the cool guys like we're all dancing and being cool and then there's like the insomniac culture where it's like we're dressed like fairies and right, we're just like right, right. running around being like ah yeah so like there is a missing kind of middle ground it, like hard summer and and maddie's and block party and like 
if you look just like six, seven, eight years back, people are just wearing clothes going to festivals, like yeah. jeans and shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Totally. And totally. like, I think there's a there's a vacuum where it's like, I that culture is cool to me. I, I like, you don't have to try too hard and, and you're just doing it to, and maybe that's gone forever, frankly. I don't know, but I'm really trying to lean back into like that vibe of just yeah. like cool new music. Be like, whoa, that's a cool new song. I want to play new songs and people are going to be excited about it. Not mm-hmm. just like a song that sounds like John Summit or yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, know, like totally. it's very Rufus. much like this one yeah. guy is, is famous now. Everyone copy what he does. You right, know? right. And right. it used to be like that's been happening way more. Yeah. Over yeah. the past 10 years. Yeah. It's yeah. because like because of the algorithm or wow. whatever, you know, like yep. it's just like yep. there's five big playlists on Spotify for dance music. Right. And like if you want to make money putting out music, then you better fucking sound like one of those. You yeah, better you fall better into sound that like category. Yeah, fall yeah. into that category. Mm-hmm. If you don't, then you don't get playlisted and you don't get played by these big DJs or whatever. Mm-hmm. It used to be the fucking opposite, man. It used to be like, this is the weirdest, coolest shit I've ever heard. I'm going to play it. Or, yeah. you know, like, and that was very recently, you know? Yeah. So that's what it's about for awesome. me. Like, yeah, that's, and that's what DJing is about for me too. And that's why I'm not like totally like I'm doing the wrong thing. Cause I do feel passionate about that, yeah. you know? And like yep. that, feels good for me so totally yeah i'm excited to start the monthly party with insomniac too as as the co you know thrower whatever yeah that's call huge it, the so is, is it is this a live in person party or a yeah yeah Discord live in person yeah. live in person yeah. oh dope yeah is it open do people buy tickets yeah yep crazy yeah what uh where can where can people um group chat club is the handle on social media group cool. chat club so just check it out cool um we have fun cool music coming out and cool parties and yeah playing yeah. a bunch of shows this summer going on tour um yeah, check out my handle, J- JSTJR, yeah. for all that stuff. And putting out cool music this summer, too, actually. Sweet. A bunch of songs, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. What, what's your cadence like with putting out new stuff? Is it, are you, do you hold yourself to any type of schedule? Uh, no, I, that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. I get really into like perfect perfectionism and, sure, and making sure. sure the songs are perfect before I put it out. So I'm really trying to like undo that thing and just kind of get more music out there. Cause I, I tend to hold songs for like a year at least. And then mm. I'm like, by the time I put it out, I'm over the songs. Like yeah. I've let, you know, it's just kind of like, yeah. it's a bad system that I got stuck in. And it's frankly because of the Spotify, like kind yeah. of culture we live in. So really trying to shed that, part of music and just kind of have fun with it again. And do you, do, you, do DJs release albums often anymore or is it a single driven yeah, it's, it's economy? Singles are definitely the singles are the, the move. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah it's, I mean, some people do release albums. I would say it's more of those people that kind of are standout. Like, you, like I was saying Skrillex or whatever, like right. Beethoven. Right. There's like, right. there's just artists who are fucking great musicians yeah. and should be releasing albums. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you know, uh, I, 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 I aspire to be like that, you know, frankly, but you know, right now singles dance singles that I play in my DJ set is kind of what I'm focused on. Oh yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. Bro, I fucking love you, dog. I love you too. We're man. best friends cool. now. Yeah, I know. I'm, is this? I'm, I'm this is stoked. great. I'm cool. Stoked. Yeah, we'll yeah. do we'll do pasta night. Uh yes. it's summer, so you guys have to get out of North Hollywood more. You have I to know. go to the beach. I know. You I know. I've been coming here a lot more frequently. Have you really? And I feel like I I at least is up in November, so maybe it's kinda like a Oh man, yeah, a little more move, west. dude. I tell everybody move yeah, to the west I know. side. I know. It, a lot of my friends are moving out here. It's it's more calm. Um there's less it's less dirty. I was I was living in like Boyle Heights, east of downtown. So like mm-hmm. the North Hollywood upgrade was like, oh shit, like this is more calm and more like yeah, yeah, there's yeah, like a yeah. park next to my, right, you know right, what right, I mean? Right, right. So like that, this will be like the next iteration of that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You move further and further west, <laughs> yeah. it just gets more and more yeah. chill. Eventually, yeah. island somewhere <laughs> yes, off the Catalina coast. Island. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fuck yeah, guys, go check out group chat and uh, follow gesture everywhere.
Peace. See ya. Amazing. Cool, man. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Great. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I lived in Silver Lake for... And that's it. Go check out Group Chat. Go check out Jim and Gesture. All of his music is fantastic. Uh, whether you call him Jim or Gesture, his music is still wonderful medicine. So highly, highly recommend it. Go see him live wherever you can. VibeRose.com is the vibe. Promo code VIBRATE with a Y in capital letters to get 30% off. Newtopia.com slash Brent if you're trying to fix your brain. Cacao Bliss. Uh, that's at shop.earthechofoods.com slash Brent if you would like a morning boost in your smoothies and coffee. Um, and that's it, man. I hope you guys are having a wonderful week, wonderful life, wonderful experience as human beings on this planet, okay? Because you deserve it. Have a good week. I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.